Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom. First of all, I just want to thank you all that listen. I really do appreciate your support. You are the reason why I do this. And hopefully, if you do enjoy these podcasts and you do get some takeaways, don't be afraid to share it with family, friends, acquaintances, whoever else you think might get some benefits out of this. So I hope you enjoyed last week's episode about leaving a legacy. This week, I'll be discussing mindset uh, why mindset's important, you know, what it really is, how it can affect you, a uh, big concept, you know, that I'm sure some of you have heard about uh, growth mindset versus fixed mindset and how to grow, uh, how to go from fixed to a growth mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So first, uh, just talking about what is mindset. Mindset is actually defined as the established set of attitudes held by someone. And with that definition, to me, you know, the thing that sticks out the most is the word established because it's so subjective through how you develop it. And it's really up to each individual as far as what they do to develop it, how they go about developing it, and ultimately, within that process, ultimately... leads to the mindset that they have and it's really just kind of an individual's way of thinking about the world around them and the events that occur around them each and every day and it's honestly mind-blowing to see you know the different mindsets of people and those that I've seen throughout my life and I'm sure people that are a little older than I am could could agree with me on that idea uh so I just kind of have a few you know, that I just kind of labeled myself that really kind of stick out to me and to me kind of seem to be the most frequent and obviously everybody kind of has a little bit of tendencies uh, from multiple multiple mindsets, you know, at least the ones that I'm going to mention. Not everybody is necessarily cornered into one of these four that I'm going to talk about. And just keep in mind that I came up with these terms or these different ideas about what each mindset is and these names. These are not psychological names of particular mindsets. These were not developed by psychiatrists. They were just developed through my own observations and how I felt like they could be described. So first, we're going to talk about someone who kind of has an insufficient mindset, so to say. Um, you can kind of think of these people as they're very insecure, they're super shy, low self-esteem, they often think that other people are better than them. A lot of this kind of tends to stem from the fact that these people may be different from society or different from those around them, and they perhaps could even be the targets of potential bullying, um, you know, growing up and kind of being ostracized by others throughout their time in school and just in general, just because whatever they do doesn't necessarily mesh with what other people do. So people look down on them for that, and then they feel that, and they actually internalize that and feel like that is the truth. And honestly, it's really too bad that these people think that that's the truth just because it's it's not, quite frankly. You know, I, I think everybody has something great to offer this world. And the fact that they think that they are of less value than people around them, it's it really is sad to see. Next, we'll go with the 
people pleaser mindset and I'm sure that everybody knows at least one or two maybe three or four types of people that are always trying to please others you know these people are awesome in the sense that they have great intentions they have great morale they have great energy they're selfless by putting others before themselves uh, their main priority is to make those around them happy at all costs uh, unfortunately though it almost seems like these people have the need or the necessity to be pleasing others to make themselves happy just because they feel like that's the way it should be which is interesting because it's not necessarily always the way it should be or needs to be but because that person has functioned like that for so long they're kind of fixated on like that's how it works and that's how life works and that's how they can contribute to society next we have those with the superior mindset uh they hold themselves to a high standard uh unfortunately though they think they're better than others and they often look down and speak down on other people that they feel are inferior uh they also make excuses when things don't go their way and it's kind of like their way or the highway they feel like their ideas are always the best ideas and if not then those people can go kick rocks that don't agree with them which you know isn't always the greatest way to go about things uh, and they always give credit to themselves they make sure people know that they did something and it wasn't necessarily anyone else's responsibility or anybody else's contributions it was just them really will say that these types of people you know want to prove themselves over and over and over again and they always kind of have that chip on their shoulder and not only that but they're also voicing the fact that they're doing that and that they're better and when things don't go their way it's not their fault lastly we kind of have the ideal mindset uh they think of others as their equal they try to look at mistakes as learning opportunities they don't they don't make excuses during projects they credit others and team members for the contribution but not the contribution but the the product that is created at the end it's not necessarily if they're in a leadership position they're not necessarily saying oh well it was my idea it was oh no we did this we came up with this idea and this is the product that we put forth they're also realistic with their time management and being able to you know help others they do want to help others but they also do make time for themselves they're very practical in that sense where they're not trying to run themselves too thin and they also allow others to feel welcomed and share in the growth process and they don't necessarily and what i mean by that is they don't look down on people that are making mistakes they don't look down on people that are asking questions for clarification they actually embrace that just because that's the type of person that they are and that's the type of person that you know they want others to be and in a environment in, in an environment like that it's just bound to create a much more welcoming energy and a better vibe so that people actually want to be around it and they want to be in that environment and the big reason why mindset is so important is because it has a direct correlation to your mental and physical well-being and it really truly affects your mind body relationship you know for example if you have one of those insufficient mindset types and you feel like you're inferior to others and maybe that's the word i probably should have used since i use superior maybe i should have used inferior um as opposed to insufficient that probably would have been better 
However, so yeah, so maybe I'll just transition into that. So an inferior mindset uh, really breeds negative feelings of self-worth and value. And this can lead to much more serious mental health issues such as depression. And the reason why is because, you know, you're thinking of yourself as not being of any importance. Uh, You feel like then things in life in general, they don't matter and that friends and family don't really care about you just because you're on the lowest of totem poles you're on the lowest of pedestals like you and you're not you're not even on a pedestal you know in a lot of these situations where you're thinking so low of yourself and when all that negative thinking and all that negative self-talk and those feelings of loneliness continue the depression is just going to get worse it's going to spike and it can lead to physical symptoms, you know, such as fatigue, you know, insomnia, you know, sometimes even an inability to move like in a state of paralysis, um, you know, disinterest in just about everything, you know, to an extent, you know, there's several things that can be affected by that, you know, such as just not even wanting to eat, not wanting to hang out with people, not wanting to be around people, you're isolating yourself. And then just a general lack of concentration because you're so focused on all this negativity and this negative feeling that you can't look at the good. You can't focus on the good because your mind is already bogged down with all those other negative thoughts. You know, as far as the people pleaser mindset goes, you know, that can really breed a lot of anxiety based on the need to make everyone happy. You know, you're always feeling like you have to be doing something. If you're not doing something, then you're doing something wrong. Um, so again, a lot of, you're getting bogged down in a lot of your own thoughts because you feel like you, you need to be doing something to help someone else. You know, feelings of low personal value can occur as well when other people's needs are not met and they say something about that or just if somebody criticizes you or judges you, in general, because you're so focused on everyone else and you're really not even focused on how you present yourself. You're just focused on how you can present yourself best to everybody. A lot of that can come back and can be some backlash because if you feel like you're not giving people what they want, then ultimately you're not going to feel very good about yourself and you're going to start dwelling upon that. And that too could actually lead to some, you know, some depressed feelings and some some symptoms of depression, but I I think more of it, you know, from an anxiety standpoint too, um, you know, just because, you know, you're constantly thinking about those micro interactions with people, like every little thing you're overthinking and like to a point where you almost lose like your sense of self and because you're, you're really not even just taking care of yourself, you know, with that being said, like your time management piece, like you're just, you're stretching yourself too thin oftentimes and you're trying to run around and do everything for everybody that you know because you feel like that's what you need to do to be happy. But at the ultimate expense, you're losing your own happiness because you don't make any time for yourself. And then often as, a, as an effect of you know, poor time management because you're stretching yourself so thin, oftentimes you, know, you don't always find time to eat during the day. So then sometimes you, your diet gets messed up and you tend to gorge possibly at night or even just kind of you're snacking throughout the day but it might not be the best as far as nutritional value and often you know sleep can be affected by this too 
or sleep, yeah, sleep can be affected by, you know, this type of mindset just because you're trying to do so much that you could lose sleep and you probably even lose sleep thinking about all of the things that you need to do. Um, so that's why, you know, or that's how I should say the, the people pleaser mindset can really affect you as well. The superior mindset can breed an inflated sense of self-worth or an inflated sense of self and who you are. So your ego is much larger than it needs to be just because you're putting yourself higher than other people and you truly genuinely believe that you are better than other people based on those comparisons that you are often making to other people. Honestly, and there can actually be a lot of anger uh, with this mindset too because when your needs are not met a lot of times people get frustrated and they, and they get upset because it didn't reach that standard you know for and a lot of things can actually get affected you know such as your relationships your overall level of happiness and your mood obviously will change and your in your mood triggers like the things that get you upset if for example i've actually been and i've actually been reading this great book you know, about, uh, about mindset, which is a big inspiration for why I want to do mindset this week on this week's podcast. And there's a professional tennis player, John McEnroe. He was, you know, cream of the crop, number one in the world, but he had, you know, this kind of superior mindset. And when things didn't go his way, he would throw his racket, he'd yell at the ref, he'd yell at his coaches, or he'd, in, in a post-match interview, he'd make excuses, even saying that sometimes there was even like one excuse that I read. He he said that he ate too much before a tennis match. Like it's just it's it's crazy what people with this superior mindset will come up with just so that their sense of self is protected at the end of the day. And the ideal mindset really breeds brain growth when faced with adversity or when mistakes are made. I'll talk more about how your brain actually grows in those situations uh, shortly. Uh, you develop much deeper relationships with people, even, especially when problems arise because of the desire to solve the problem and the desire to learn from the mistakes that may have been occurring that led to the problem. And like I said before, a welcoming energy because you see everyone as having something of value within them and you know that their shortcomings can improve over time and you share contributions in whatever accomplishments you have with the team. Uh, and lastly, you know, you fall in love with this growth process and you have a desire for improving yourself no matter how small those improvements may be. Next, I'm going to dive into you know what a fixed mindset is versus a growth mindset uh because the four that the four that i've listed before can actually be broken down into one of those two larger concepts of fixed or a growth mindset so a fixed mindset is believing that talent or personal traits are innate and cannot be changed whereas a growth mindset is believing that talent personal traits can be developed over time by learning from mistakes. The inferior mindset is definitely a fixed mindset because of the statements that they make, such as, I am dumb, I can't do math, I'm not good at sports, I'm not good at dancing, or I'm not good at singing, or I'm not good at playing an instrument, and no matter how much I try, 
nothing will change. And it's really no wonder that this can lead to depression just because these are all negative self-talk statements. And the more negative self-talk that you put into your brain, the more that you believe it and the more that it becomes part of your mindset and eventually the less that you will think of yourself if you're saying things like this to yourself. People pleasers, they'll make statements or they believe things such as I should do this because or I need to help so-and-so because or if I do this, then this will happen or if I don't do this, then this won't happen. And the reason why this leads to a lot of anxiety is because there is so much cause and effect contingency when trying to please everybody. You have this purpose that you're trying to fulfill and when those are not fulfilled, the feelings of anxiousness are amplified because you feel like you let somebody down and you didn't fulfill whatever it was that you were meant to do. And that can also lead to some depletions of self-worth and like feeling how you feel about yourself because you're just so focused on always doing that. And that's kind of how your life has been, that if you don't do that, then you didn't do your job per se. You know, and then these people pleasers start to focus on the micro again and they start thinking, oh my goodness, I can't believe I couldn't get this done for this person. I wonder what they now think of me. Or or maybe they'll cut me some slack, but I don't know when I can get this done for that person because I still also have to do X, Y, and Z for people A, B, and C because they've just been stretching themselves so thin and now they just, again, the whole time management piece, they're not really sure where to go and again they're just kind of set in that way just because they feel like their ultimate purpose is to serve other people superior mindsets are also definitely a fixed mindset because they're making statements like i am smarter than blank because or i am more talented than blank at blank because or my idea is better than blanks because i am smarter than them and you know these beliefs can actually lead to ostracizing oneself because quite frankly no one wants to be around a narcissist you know and they're also making excuses such as this was so and so's fault because or the company failed for reasons x y and z but not me this happened because someone tampered with my idea or it didn't work because so and so just doesn't understand because they're not smart enough and you know these excuses the excuses can lead to anger because of the rage that builds up inside these superior people because they feel like they're almighty and that when they don't accomplish it is whatever like whatever it is that they want to accomplish then they'll pull out all the stops to come up with fake reasons why to validate themselves and to hold themselves on that pedestal when in reality it's just that they didn't quite get it done Lastly, the ideal mindset is the only out of only one out of the four that is really a true growth mindset because they're making statements or they believe things like my failures do not define me. My failures help me learn. I can learn from other people. If I share knowledge, others will too. If I don't understand, I'll ask questions. If I fail, it doesn't mean I'm a failure. There is power in using the word yet. And these beliefs can lead to steady personal and cognitive growth over time. You know, as new experiences are created and neurons are developed in the brain to connect 
these schemas and concepts that are created with these experiences. Uh, and that's kind of how that the brain will literally grow. You know, with each new experience, your brain is creating new neurons and, and coming up with new concepts or new schemas to connect, you know, other things that are already there in your brain. Uh, and, you know, it really just makes people want to be around you because they'll feel comfortable and valued overall just because you understand that mistakes are part of the growth process. So you're more willing to take healthy risks and you're allowing others to do the same just because that's the only way that you're going to move forward and become better at whatever it is you're trying to become better at. Now, if you find yourself in one of those three fixed mindsets or you feel like you do have a lot of those fixed mindset thoughts, statements, beliefs going about in your head and you're curious about how to go from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, uh, you know, here is the point in time that I'm going to discuss how you can how you can do that because I felt like for a while I was I myself was a fixed mindset person but now I've definitely gravitated more towards the growth mindset and and I'm just know that it's it's a process and I know I use that word a lot but it it's a process and it takes a long time uh to start to really truly develop some of these thoughts and beliefs but first thing you need to do is that you know you just need to make the decision to change Yes, it's going to take work, like I said, but it'll be worth it because you will birth a whole new perspective on life, especially when it comes to setbacks. You know, instead of every time that you have a setback, instead of saying, I can't overcome this or I can't do this or you come up with an excuse, you'll ask yourself, what do I need to do to overcome this? Or I might not be able to do this yet, but when I do, I will have learned something. And that's where the power of yet comes in because within that struggle, you know that on the other side, you're going to have a positive outcome in the sense that you're going to learn something. Uh, next, you really just need to be consistent and be intentional. You know, consciously practice this, you know, consciously practice thinking in this way by writing down the things that you think about with a fixed mindset. You know, some of the things that you say to yourself when you get yourself down and try to replace them with a growth mindset approach. And you really just need to set your set goals for yourself with that, you know, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, whatever works best for you and hold yourself to those goals to the best of your ability, because this will be the beginning of building great habits and building the habit of having a growth mindset. Uh, lastly, be practical and, and be realistic. Don't bite off more than you can chew, especially in the beginning when you're really starting to make this transition. I would say to set practical and realistic individual goals, but only you know what that is. So really just do some self-assessing and do what is best for you in that sense as far as your goal setting. Uh, and lastly, just don't be, you know, in this part of being practical, just don't be too self-critical. If you don't accomplish all of your goals, just know that there's always tomorrow. Just know that it's not also not realistic or practical to think positive in every single circumstance but it is practical to recognize how you are thinking in the circumstance or about each circumstance and if you can become self-aware and self-monitor that then you can shift your way of thinking and ultimately change some of those fixed mindset thoughts to growth mindset thoughts and then overall you'll start to think more ultimately in that growth mindset once you become more self-aware and catch yourself saying fixed mindset things to yourself. 
And that about wraps things up for this week. I know I went a little bit longer than I usually do, but you know, I just felt like there was a lot of ideas that I wanted to give to you, a lot of things of value, uh, things to practice, things to try. So I just wanted to make sure I gave all of that to you. And, and with that, there was a little bit longer of a time span for this podcast. Um, so, you know, just look back and try to think, you know, where you're at as far as your mindset is and what you might be as far as your mindset goes, whether you think you're more of a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, depending on if you connected with one of those four examples that I gave you kind of more of like a real life example, um, you know, with the inferior, with the people pleaser, with the superior and with the ideal, um, really just know that whatever your mindset is at the moment, you can change it. That's the big takeaway that I want people to have with this is that you can change your mindset and it's going to take a lot of work. Uh, like I said, I was, of, I feel like I was a fixed mindset person, uh, for a long time. I was, I feel like I was a people pleaser for a very long time and not that I still don't like to make people happy, but I've started to develop more of a growth mindset and I understand that, you know, I can't stretch myself too thin. Otherwise, I'm just going to ultimately start to have some mental health issues and perhaps even physical health issues as a result. So again, just know, really just do some self-evaluation as far as what you think your mindset is, what you want it to be, and just really plan out and try to think about how you can go about doing that. And if you need any help with that, you know, I would love to answer those questions. You can always reach me via email, uh, warden.jimmy at yahoo.com. If you have any questions about how you can shift your mindset, or even if you just, you know, want to drop me a comment about what you think the podcast is like, whether or not you work it, like it, excuse me. Um, Or even if you have any other ideas, I'm always open to new ideas. So hope you all got some some good information today and just know that whatever your mindset is, you can go and you can change it.